hello everybody hello oh my god i love your nails ah thank you they're mine they're not fake but they look kind of fake sometimes because yeah yeah i don't i love that color yeah it's it's like a purplish black but not black I don't know. You need yeah. to give me the name of that nail polish. <gasps> okay, I'll, I'll, it's like an OPI. I don't know. It's like one of those oh. really sheer ones that you have to put like fifteen layers to like. Oh, like um, like um, hebu. Hebu. Did your mom? Hibu. Did your mom ever oh wear that? Oh my god! It's yeah. Uh, <laughs> my aunt oh wore my that god. when I was little, and I was like, when I grow up, I'm gonna wear hebu. Hebu is hebu is great, but. It's like you paint your nails, and if they're not like the tiniest, like half mm-hmm. half the bottle goes like that, and it's like mm-hmm. and nail, nail polish is just so cheap in Brazil. But like that used to bother me so much. Like I think yeah. nail polish here is just expensive, right? Yeah, like SE is like ten bucks. Like, yeah, fuck no, that. I bought. I SC. literally get mine from Simple Colors, which is ah, like Simple Colors is like the best. <laughs> oh my yeah. god, no. Simple color is like my life, but I did have like yeah. a bad experience with it because I bought like a glitter no polish, and it wouldn't like settle, you know. Like and I. But glitter is awful. Yeah, but it wasn't even glitter. It was like a, I don't know if it was a, a different texture they were trying. It was like a gritty thing. It looked like a truck bed. You know. Oh my god. Yeah. So oh, Matthew was wait, like making wait. fun of me all week, and I was I was just like, yeah. He took a picture of my hands and sent it to his parents. Like, look at Carol's truck bed nails, and I'm like, um, my mom and my sister and my nephew are being loud little shits in the kitchen. So if you can hear that, sorry, mm-hmm. I don't live by myself, guys. How so many I can't really help it? Yeah. And they all know that I'm recording, so that there's that. <laughs> But anyway, um, glitter nail polish sucks. It's funny because, like, lately I've only been getting my nails done, like, mm-hmm. at a salon. Because mm-hmm. I usually don't do that because I don't like people touching me. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, but the salon's, like, two feet away from my house. And hmm. it's $20 for gel. So That's not I'm bad. like, why not? Yeah. Yeah. Because gel is usually, like, 45 yeah. here in Boston, so... I usually yeah. do my own nails because I kind of got in the habit of it, like, years ago. Because, I mean, I used to have yeah. this amazing nail salon, like, on my street, and I loved it. But I started doing, like, nail art. And I used to do some cool designs and stuff. And I, I spent... Ooh! I used to spend, like, four hours on each hand doing stuff. I can post pictures of that, guys. I don't do that anymore because I don't have the fucking time. Do it! Yeah. Do but, it! Uh, let me let me show you. I'm, I'm going to show Stephanie. Actually... But, Actually, that that might be a bad idea because people like creepy men have fetishes with, with nails. Hands. Yeah. So you might get some yeah. unexpected dick pics yeah, from your and nails. I... <laughs> no, but guys, keep in mind, okay? Like I look back on it now, and I'm like, uh, this wasn't that good. But I was like 15, so no, look at this. Put one. This one's down. I bet it looks great. Yeah, I did like a blood spatter one. Oh my god. I showed you, like, oh, she, sorry. I thought the camera was, like, on the other side. I, I did, like, a creepy picture with, like, blood spatter and stuff on my nails. Oh, yeah. Uh, what else did we get? Because, dude, that was, like, 2012. It's been a good minute since I've done it. But this one, this one's yeah. cute. I did, like, a cool Instagrammy picture of, like, it's, like, washed Oh, my God. Jeans. That yeah. looks 
professional actually. I know. I was I was pretty good at it. Nobody ever gave me like shit for it, but it was good. And this one, I did like this one's the 4-hour one. You like a Pac-Man. And one hand was the wow. thing and the, the maze and the other one yeah. was the yeah. the ghost and Pac-Man and stuff. And so it's yeah, crazy I don't do that, that anymore. You did that but on your own hands. Yeah. Like Yeah. And it was cool. Yeah, it was really cool. But, yeah, I don't have the time anymore, and, yeah, that's why I kind of got, like, in the habit of doing it, like, every week on myself. And I think it's been, like, yeah. ten years since I've done, like, anything on a nail salon. But, yeah. Oh. It's, I mean, Yeah, I like, like, I yeah. recently started doing it, because it's not, it's really not my thing, because mm-hmm. it really bothers me. Like, the whole time I have to, like, look around and not look at the girl <laughs> or my hands, because I'm, like, if I, like... If my brain realizes that she's touching me, mm-hmm. I'm going to start, like, pulling away. Like, it's weird. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. I need to get my nails done again. No. Mine, I do it, like, myself. every week. And it's, like, I've done... I've got pretty good at it, like, doing really fast. So, just, like, as I'm watching TV, I'll just do it. And Matt hates it because it smells. I can't smell no polish. So, like, for me, it smells like nothing. Really. Yeah. But I know it's a really strong yeah. smell, so I'm like, yeah, you're gonna get used to it eventually, buddy. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I used, yeah. To, I used to actually take nail polish to school and paint my nails in class, oh. and everybody would just like look at me like, "What are you doing? What are you doing?" <laughs> and I was like, "This is boring. I don't care about I geography." Paint my nails. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like the fuck. No. Anyway. This is not a beauty podcast. This is Suspiria. <laughs> this is the a true crime podcast. Oh, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Even though we've been talking about nail polish for uh, 10 minutes, and I was just about to mention that I have eggs and um, olive oil in my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is not a beauty podcast, no. guys. I promise. It, we just went off on a tangent. Wait, do you have I eggs on your face or your hair? Carols. My hair. Okay. Eggs and um, olive, olive oil. oil. Yeah, I've done eggs on my face and it didn't do anything and it was really traumatic. Cause you know by now that I hate eggs, so yeah. It I was, love eggs. Ugh. I've done a beer mask on my hair once. That was, that one went well. Beer. Yeah, beer. I've heard of mayo. Mayo. Like I want to do mayo, but my hair is just so oily. I I I really don't think it'll be too beneficial for me. I mean, it might be. My hair but... is like a hot mess. Cause like. My like the first four inches that are like closer to the root mm-hmm. are oily, and then like in the middle is like normal, normal. and then yeah. my ends are completely dry. No, my ends are like so it's fucking... like yeah, it's like make your mind, you know. This is me talking to my hair. Yeah. Make up your mind, but yeah, exactly. No, I am in a point in my life that every surface I own is covered in a inch thick dust bowl of dry shampoo, like. I am, yeah, I'm bad about it because it's like you spray on your hair and it just gets everywhere, you know? Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, I love dry yeah, shampoo. at least I'm hair, like washing my hair less now. I know it sounds gross, but it's like you have to wash your hair like as little as you can, right? So it doesn't like fuck it up. Yes. You know? So yeah, so I am g- yeah. G- getting a little better about that now. And I found this the great greatest dry shampoo ever. I'm not going to say the name because the brand has to sponsor me to say the name. But <laughs> damn it, I wanted to know the name. I'll but show you never later. Mind. But yeah, my I get pissed off because my local Target, I'll say that name because I'm about to diss them. They carry oh <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they carry 
like a whole line of products, but the one I specifically use. And that is like that goes for my like face wash. That goes for like my micellar water that I use to clean my face sometimes. That goes for like, but yeah, they carry like everything but the thing I use. And I'm like, why did you do that? You know, they carry like a whole line of shampoos, but the one I use. Why would why? Yep. You know? Oh my! I need to stop. I need to stop talking about that. I'm sorry, guys. This is not a Target. Beauty Not rant a podcast. A target complaint. <laughs> this is a true crime podcast, guys. It's. I mean, <laughs> yes. Let's get to the true crime. No, I need oh to apologize because we've been talking about nothing for. <laughs> 10 minutes. Okay, I'll apologize for that, and I'll apologize for not having that big, like, the past two episodes we did were not that long. So, guess what? You guys got tons no. of rambling this time. Exactly. Yeah. We we are, <laughs> like, we're either too long or too short. Or too short. There's yeah. no in-between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's yeah. no in-between. You're welcome to skip, but, yeah, it's good. Yeah. It's great. I'm gonna least- add... I'm gonna add the mark on the description, so like if you don't want to hear the podcast starts at minute thirty five. Start here, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because guys, I'm not cutting this out. I'm starting to cut less things out, like when I make obnoxious jokes and stuff, and say things I didn't, I w- really wouldn't want me to say. But I just stopped. Yeah, cutting like her it. stupid joke about this girl is on fire, <laughs> like. <laughs> guys I'm, i swear i'll oh, not speaking do that of again. that episode <laughs> speaking of that episode i could i listen to the episode because carol usually edits them guys mm-hmm. if it's a good edit it was carol if it's a bad <laughs> one like the the Susani one that was me no, was you can bad. tell because it's poorly edited that's me because i don't i can edit pictures and video pretty decently mm-hmm. but audio somehow I'm, anyway mm-hmm. I could hear my fan going on the whole time, and I, the only thing I could focus on was my fucking fan. So right now, I'm quite literally mm-hmm. melting in my bedroom, because I am not turning the fan on, because I can't deal with that again. So you're welcome, yeah. audience. You guys are welcome, too. Guys, by the way, today I'm in a different closet. Oh my god, I'm in my mom's yes. closet. Yeah. She's still so it in is... the closet. Uh-huh. She hasn't come out of the closet. It is... <laughs> It is a little bit bigger <laughs> than what I'm used to, so it's great. I'm not, like, completely cramped up because my closet, my usual closet, is pretty tiny. So, yeah, I, I think I'm going to do, like, a closet tour and, like, record in every closet we have in the house. So, amazing. I think you should. Yeah. So, this is the mom closet. You guys mom you closet, guys are all... But her mom is not in the closet. Her no. mom came out of the yeah, closet Yeah, my mom came out of the closet, and, yeah, it's just me. But I'm here just, you know, among her clothes. So, yeah. yeah. It might sound like a little better because I have clothes and stuff to muffle the sound. Huh. Yeah, we'll yeah. see. We'll it's not see. like me. She's not like me. I own, like, five pairs of, you know, five pairs of shirts. What? No. <laughs> I own, like, five shirts, and she owns a bunch of things. So, yeah, I think it's it's good. Moms, right? Yeah, my mom's a mm-hmm. whore, too. No, but so. she uh, she uses everything she wears, usually, at least. So. Oh no, my mom wears. My mom's a lot like me. I wear the same five outfits. Yeah, round. me too. And my mom wears the same me ones. Too. But my mom owns so much shit, mm-hmm. like so much crap. And I used to, but I did a closet a closet clean mm-hmm. out, and I'm. I do that on, once a year. Myself. I just I cannot. I I feel guilty if I have something on my oh, closet I did that it I don't for wear for the first time in ten years. Yeah. No, I did. <laughs> 
You feel bad if you don't yeah, wear Yeah, I feel wa- just, no, I feel no. bad if it's like I mean, I don't feel bad if it's like a winter coat that I don't wear or whatever, but I feel bad if it's like yeah. you know, something that is good and I'm not wearing it. You know what I mean? Like or something that I don't like, I don't I don't see why I would uh, keep it with me, you know what I mean? The problem with me is I hold like I I create sentimental value to yes. things that shouldn't oh have my sentimental God. Tell value. Me about it. So I'm like, oh, that towel. But I used that towel to dry myself when I was five in the lake. So I should keep that forever. Steph, I name my towels. You know? So yeah, I get you. Oh yeah. my God. My favorite towel is Gertrude. She's a um, huge towel and she is like an Egyptian 5,000 um, strand that I stole from my parents <laughs> and I love Gertrude so much. Oh my god, Gertrude is like the oh, best no. towel. <laughs> I want to isolate just that part and make myself sound crazy, like, but ah, we should. You know, we kind of need to get on topic. So yes. yeah, okay, okay, get, get on, on topic. topic. On topic, I mean, getting on topic of the podcast, guys. Good news, we have a shout out. Shout, shout out. I always say you wrong. Shout out list to do guys i swear every time i listen to myself in the episode i speak more wrong than i do in real life yeah i feel like i feel that way about myself too i feel like i am more um eloquent in yeah, person I know, right? than i am on this fucking yeah. podcast i swear to god i can speak <laughs> english okay. i said that was one time <laughs> i said something like yeah it took me 20 years old to do something and i'm like what 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 you know and it's like, I would not say that in real life. I don't know why. A microphone just yeah. steals my English. So, anyways, back to the shout-outs. We have Anna, we have Alejandro, who, like, has been liking all our posts. And I didn't notice it for, like, weeks. And now I did. <laughs> so, I'm sorry. Okay. Uh, Eddie, who wrote as an iTunes review. So, you guys yeah. should do that. The, the same. The two. Yes. Uh, Amy, Alex, and Jackie, who has the best possible Instagram handle I've ever seen. Which is? Which is, I don't know if I should say it, but, because I don't want people to flock on all our 20,000 fans to flock on her Instagram. And she, she actually wrote a really sweet, a couple of really sweet comments, and I woke up to it, and I, it kind of made my whole week, so that was really good. Yeah. yeah, I was very yeah, I happy. Yeah, I was really happy. Thank you, yeah, thank you so much, Jackie. And I mean, can you guys imagine if every one of you guys did something like that to us? You know, to, to make us happy. I would like die. That. Dude, if you you've been listening for a while now, so it's your responsibility to at least write us an iTunes review. Just saying, you know, can it like if every one of you guys did that, wouldn't that be great? If every one of you could mail me a piece of candy. Of your choosing, <laughs> preferably a sour piece of candy. I would just, love just, that. I'm just mail stuff like the head of like one Starbucks, and that's it. No, yeah, Starbucks. Um, no, a head of a Starbucks. No, a head of a sour patch the, kit. Yeah, Swedish fish. Oh, sour yeah. patch kit. Yeah, just yeah. that. Just sour the head. Patch mm-hmm. kit. Yeah, and then you say like I bit the body off or something, and I ate it. So now we're buddies. I'll feel connected yeah. to you. It's, it's a strange yeah. connection. Anyway, talk about the fucking case. Stephanie, you cannot make me do anything. This is my podcast, too. Listen. <laughs> listen. Listen. Listen, Linda. Um, uh, okay. Oh, you guys. Okay. Remind mm. me that I have more shit to ramble about at the end of the episode. I'll try. 
just say. I'll try. Okay, so uh, I don't know how to start this episode. We've been rambling. Well, today we're going to okay. talk about a case. Uh, it's, oh, really? Um, Eve is awesome. A really sad case. Really, really, really sad case. But it is at the end somewhat feel good, if that's even possible. But it's not entirely 100% You will bad. be the judge of that, listener. <sighs> yeah. So it's a uh, child death. Uh, and so, yeah, this is our, um, classic content warning that it might disturb you guys. Yeah, so if you have a small child in your life, or if you love children, even though you don't have Mm. a kid, or if you think you're going to be triggered, this is your chance to jump off. You've listened to us (laughs) ramble for 20 minutes. Thank you for that. But now it's, it's Mm -hmm. over. And, uh, Mm -hmm. so, Yeah. Uh, let's start with a little bit of a background on the Ota family. So the Ota's immigrated to Brazil from Japan after the Second World War, settling on the center of Sao Paulo, as, as always. So, yeah, when I say the center of Sao Paulo, it's just because we call it the center, but it's like a downtown area. Yeah, because remember, we have a lot of, like, bairros, mm-hmm. not barrios, um, so that's, we have a bio called Centro, mm. which means the center. Yeah. So it's like, which is, smack yeah, dab it in is the middle. where Paulo started. I, I, I talked a little about that in episode five of the little castle, but, um, it comes in relevant here because it's, a heavy trafficked, uh, kind of a commercial and financial district. So we have like tons of markets and like, like street markets even and like people selling stuff on the street and uh we have the biggest uh street mall ever i think there which is the 25th of march street so if you have oh, been there Ooh. yeah that's yeah it's it's that's kind of like the background as to where the story is set and also all over the mm-hmm. city but I'm cutting all those parts out because it's... I know it means nothing to you guys. So, anyways, it's, uh... Yeah, so that's the... Where we are starting our story. You know, in a really, uh... Commerce-heavy, um... Type of place. If you guys ever go to Brazil, don't go to that 25th of March street. I mean, it's... It's okay, but you're not... I mean, you're gonna find really cheap stuff and stuff, but... It's... It's stressful. Just enjoy... In, enjoy your vacation. Don't go to that. You know? <laughs> Just enjoy it. Yeah. You heard mm-hmm. her. She's the some yeah. Paulo person here, so she would yeah. know. I mean, you feel looking for a deal, or whatever, but ah, uh, you know, it's just stressful. So just, just chill. Just chill by on the hotel. You're doing better. Okay, so they immigrated to Sao Paulo. They docked on the Santos port, which, uh, a little bit of a spoiler. We're gonna have a story that is also set on the Santos port. So this is the Sao Paulo history podcast. After all. Right? Yes. Okay, so uh, the family was made of two parents and six kids, including uh, the two-year-old Masataka. And they went, like many immigrants, to Brazil with no idea what Brazil was like. No Portuguese, no job, no money, Mm. no nothing. And they started from absolute fucking scratch, which is just about the story of so many people. And they did okay. So... The mother started um, selling garlic and limes on the center region, and the father got a job unloading banana trucks. 
And so they started raising the family. And after saving enough money, the mom bought a sewing machine. And they started a business, a little workshop from their house. Time passed, they bought one more sewing machine and two more sewing machines. And they had a whole workshop going where the whole family helped. And that's a cool story, I think, to include. Because, you know, yeah. Yeah. Brazil is... It's like, it shows how they built yeah, themselves. Yeah, they built themselves. And Brazil, it's just like America when it comes with, uh, comes about, like, immigration and stuff. That people move there and it's no brave new land and, you know, they make do. Yeah, yeah. like, you know how you guys have the American dream? Some dream, not dream. Um, some people have the Brazilian yeah, it's, dream. It's like a... Even though this might surprise you. <gasps> yeah. People want to go and build their lives and, mm -hmm. like, start from scratch, you yeah. know? So. It's like... The Brazilian dream is like a discounted version of the American dream. Yeah, it's a, a more fun version, too. <laughs> it's a less... Like, a just, less high-stakes version. Yeah. <gasps> it works. Yeah, yeah it's I fun. mean... It's fun. We we left Brazil, but it is not that bad of a place. It's a bad place, but it's not like, you know. No, you know what? Don't say that because people will be like, well, why don't you go back to nah. your country? Yeah. I mean, let me put it this way, okay? Brazil is a bad place for the majority of people, but, like, you can be well off in there. You know what I mean? Brazil's a good place if you're rich. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. It's not like, it's everyone's fucked and it's always swampland and everyone does that you know what i mean like he has some cool places and that's why i said like that's what you see on the media so yeah like, and my biggest my biggest criticism with brazil is with with the u.s like you can be mm -hmm. a nobody and become yeah. somebody in brazil you're a nobody no, yeah. forever yeah, yeah so basically the system is set up to be and everything just it's a yeah, it's a, it's a never-ending loop that only gets worse and worse and worse. So, yeah. Anyways, uh, so, yeah. So, um, the two-year-old I mentioned earlier, Masataka, he grew up. And, of course, he met uh, Yolanda Keiko, which was also from a Japanese immigrant family. But I think she was born in Brazil. Anyways, mm -hmm. uh, they dated for ten years before they got married. So, a fun fact, they were born on the exact same day. I mean, he was born in Japan on the 26th, and she was born in Brazil on the 27th. But it's because of the time zone. It's exactly the same day. So, yeah, they are uh, a very close couple. And he refers to her as... Yeah, 26th of September. What? Because you forgot to mention 26, the month. Yes, 26th of... Uh, 26, uh, anyways, 26th of um, September. Uh, they're a very close couple, and he refers to her as the other half of his orange which I thought was a cute information yeah yeah that that's a thing that's a thing people say in Brazil when when you find your soulmate he, uh, he or she is the other mm -hmm. half of your orange don't know why don't know the history be yeah be between <laughs> behind that but Have that's you what noticed people that say fruits keep coming up in a podcast I think we talk about fruits every time every <laughs> single episode guys drinking game every time we mention a fruit you drink once. Yeah. And send me a drink. <laughs> yeah. Mail, mail stuff in your drink. It's like a really, really wet envelope. Yes, yeah. please. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they got married and then had their first daughter, Vanessa. And three years later came Evis the, on the 2nd of June of 1981. 
And actually, Evis and Vanessa were also born on the same day. So, with, like, the same doctor and the same hospital. So, yeah, it's a story full of patterns, man. It's all patterns. Like, yeah. what are the fucking chances? Like, Yeah, no. not very mm-hmm. likely yeah. to happen. So, um, at the time, there were no dollar stores in Brazil. Because you know how we have a nice Dollar segue, Tree. Right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> nothing to do with the story, actually. Just a nice fact. <laughs> yeah. So, at the time, uh, there were no dollar stores in Brazil, like Dollar mm-hmm. Tree, Family Dollar, whatever you want to call it. And since they were so lucrative in other places like Japan and Argentina, Masataka went on and in entrepreneur entrepreneur whatever he opened a business <laughs> um and it was the first dollar <laughs> 99 store in brazil mm-hmm. not in brazil it was it in brazil the, yeah. the like in the whole country no but like the, yeah. oh, cool, cool. <laughs> and it was very 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 mm-hmm. successful so in brazil every corner downtown wherever you are there's a dollar yes. 99 store so mm-hmm. yeah so he opened 14 stores but his goal was to open in his words, like a hundred stores. Yeah. At the time, Brazil was going through some ridiculous inflation issues, so having a store like that was a, with a single pl- single price was very mm-hmm. fucking genius. Because this was when, I think I've mentioned this before, but when this whole thing was happening, my mom used to work at like, uh, um, what, what would they be called here? Lanchonette what would that be like it's not a bakery like a fast food place yeah it was like a no, fast, food, a fast place. food place yeah like a, yeah yeah it's like a uh, i don't know what you guys would call them here but it's like a place that sells like like a diner yeah a diner yeah let's just call them a diner. diner yeah yeah so my mom used to work the register at a diner and she says mm-hmm. that um people would come in and get the same thing like every day and every day there would be different prices and they would get mad at her Mm. and be like hey no but i got this cup of coffee yesterday and it was two bucks why is it three dollars now and she was like well i can't really do anything i'm just a cash register so she said that there were many confrontations when this was happening Mm so i imagine yeah yeah he gave an example masataka he said like that People would get, like, really pissed off because you pay, like, 10 cents on, like, a piece of bread in the morning and then afternoon it would be, like, a mm-hmm. dollar. And it's, it's like, you guys imagine, like, what kind of devastation that does with, like, the economy. I mean, the economy is already fucked for that to happen, but, like, it's... Yeah, so... It was really a complicated period. So, him having this store, he was probably mm-hmm. making bank because people were like, let's just go to yeah. that store because... Yeah. At least there, we know that the prices will always be the same. So, mm-hmm. he said that his yeah. stores were busy all day, every day, and he would sell uh, forty to 50,000 items a day, which is ridiculous. Like, I can't mm-hmm. even imagine that. But, yeah. So, um, in August tw- on August 29th, 1997, Masa and Kiko went uh, to meet with the supplier. He says that... It- that during that afternoon, he got a feeling that he needed to go home, like a gut feeling. So he did. Mm-hmm. He went home. It was four o'clock, and they were about two hours away from home. São Paulo is huge. São Paulo. I think São Paulo <laughs> is the second yeah. largest city in the Americas, right yeah. after New York. I think so. Mm-hmm. Um, so traffic is know, awful, but... and they got home at seven. Mm-hmm. Police was already there, dude. Yeah. What were you gonna say? 
No, I was about to say, like, reading this story, like, when I saw that kind of, like, nippet information that it took them three hours to get home. Yeah. I, I got all kinds of flashbacks. Like, sitting in traffic and it's getting darker and jar- darker and darker. And you move, like, yeah. a mile mm-hmm. and you're like, ah. So, I would think oh my traffic God, in worst. Sao Paulo is like traffic in L.A. Or what I imagine traffic I mean, in L.A. Probably. to be like. Yeah, I think that's a fair comparison. Yeah, I've yeah. never been to L.A. though, so I could be wrong. I don't know. So I have, but I was tiny, and I had just got a Nintendo DS. So I don't remember LA. I remember playing on my DS, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> so police yeah. were already at the house when they got there. Mm-hmm. And as they approached the house, Vanessa came running, saying that Evis had been kidnapped. So Evis was at home with his sister, a cousin, and their nanny. A man knocks on the door, saying he is there to deliver some flowers. And when the nanny opens the door, he storms in and takes Evis. So, guys, can you imagine? Yeah, like, that's scary as fuck. Yeah. So, it's clear from the beginning that Evis was kidnapped for money. So, they expect that they're going to be contacted with a request for a ransom. And that's exactly what happened. But the kidnappers were asking for a million dollars. That's like a million and a half today. Yeah. And it's important to say that the autists were really well-to-do, but they absolutely could not afford to pay that much money for a ransom. It was completely out of the ballpark. It, like, it's they, they had money, but not that much, yeah. you know? So, yeah. As normally goes, they decided to begin negotiating that price um, with a request for proof of life. So, of course... The kidnappers couldn't produce one because Evis was already dead by then. Oh. Yeah. So, let's take a quick look at the timeline of events. The people that kidnapped Evis were Adelino Donizete Esteves, a motorboy, which we already talked about motorboys here before, like on the very first episode, because yeah. the park maniac was a motorboy. So go yeah. back and listen, because we're not going to explain it again. <laughs> yeah, we're. this is not a repeating yourself kind of podcast, even though... We'll probably say the same things, like, every time. Yeah. But, yeah, anyways. And just a quick fun fact. Who else was named Adelino? Hmm? But Dequinha, who set fire to the freaking circus. (gasps) That's true. Everything's connected. Yeah, everything's connected. Patterns, guys. Patterns. Yeah. And, dude, what was I going to say? I forgot. Anyway, I also say that every time. No. <laughs> Every time. Oh, what was I gonna say? Yeah, for, I cut. I cut it off once that I said that, and you said you said something like, "Yeah." So if you don't remember, it was not important. And I was like, "Yeah." <laughs> so yeah. Uh. So he was kidnapped by that guy, the young one is at Stevie, a motorboy, and two police officers, Paulo Tarso Dantas and Sergio Eduardo Pereira. We've talked about police corruption before, so mm-hmm. doesn't surprise Everything's anyone. Everything's connected, guys, again. Yeah. So, on the way to the motorboy's house, uh, where they're planning to keep Evis, uh, they met Paulo, one of the police officers, and that's when things start going wrong, because Paulo worked part-time as a security guard in one of the stores, and actually, on the very day they kidnapped him, he was at the family home, like, doing some deal with the dad, with Masataka. So, like, Evis had, like, just seen the guy, and then he gets kidnapped, you know? Yeah, so Evis was probably 
somewhat familiarized with him because you know kids yeah exactly you just recognized him like instantly mm-hmm. which i mean i just why wouldn't they cover their faces yeah well they probably yeah. thought ah oh, it's just a kid and kids like the problem with kids is they recognize people but kids also have they're very susceptible to makeup stuff Mm-hmm. So that's why kids are not like I've heard a million times that kids are not good witnesses because they will yeah. just make up shit in order to make please shit, other yeah. people. So mm-hmm. you know they probably counted on him not remembering yeah, them, no. but Paulo yeah, probably they, freaked out. Yeah, there's a possibility, and I see the hypothesis raised that they didn't think if this would recognize them. Yeah, that they didn't think that he was paying attention. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Uh, they told Evis that, um, they were playing, like, a game of, you know, police and thieves with, uh, with his dad. It was just a game. Mm-hmm. That they were just fucking his dad, basically. And he, he was probably like, oh, alright, you know? But that's not how it goes. Like, you cannot play that off. So, they decided that the only way out of the situation was to kill Evis. Yeah. Whew. So, Yeah. So now, something that gets pointed out pretty often is that because the kidnappers were part of the police, they know how to execute the crime. So they know how to deal with the kidnapping and how they could possibly get away with it. But they don't know how to go on with the kidnapping, you know? Mm-hmm, yeah. They don't know, like... They're not, like, part of the intel part. They don't know how easy it is to de-escalate and how easy, how easy it is to de-organize yeah uh kidnapping so they really they didn't think i think they see people say that a lot about that case they think that it is easier than it actually is they think it is easy money they think that it's you know they just keep him for like a day or two they get the million dollars and they go on you know it's not they're gonna be investigated or anything like it's they thought it was the perfect crime, but it isn't. So, like, yeah. So, they took uh, him to Adelina's house and decided they would kill him, right? So, they spiked some chocolate milk. They even asked Evie's if he liked uh, chocolate milk, um, hot or cold. And when he falls asleep, they change his clothes and dig a shallow grave under the crib of one of the kids that lived in the house. I'm going to repeat that. They dig a shallow grave under the crib of one of the kids um, that lived in the house, one of the daughters. Then he gets shot two times in the head Aww. in the early morning hours of August August um, 30th, 1997. Aww. I say it like that. He gets shot because we don't know who did it exactly. And mm-hmm. this is just the um, official police. But we're going to get to some of these speeches that a little later. Well, this is the official version. This is what um, the dad says it is, um, mm-hmm. the timeline of events. So they covered the body with lime, closed the grave, put the crib back on top of that, and life went on as if nothing had happened. A baby slept on that crib for 11 days. So they were intending to keep Evie's buried there until the case went cold. And then they would move the body somewhere else and properly dispose of it. Now, um, Evie's was already dead, but the kidnappers were still trying to get the money because, you know, they figured might as well make of bank course. from this. Um, mm-hmm. On the 31st, a day after they had killed Evie's, they contacted the family for the first time. 
and ask for the crazy amount of money. Um, mm-hmm. The authors were on top of it, of course. Police was on the case, so they asked for a proof of life. This is not 100% true information to this case, but it's the example mm-hmm. they used on the Investigation Discovery Special. They asked the kidnappers to ask Evie's what he had gotten for Christmas that year. However, the answer mm-hmm. they got was last summer, we went to the beach, so big red flags mm-hmm. popped up. Yeah. So it is the it's right information. It did go to the beach, but that's not the question they asked. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. So that's when they started suspecting that the kidnappers were close to the family because how mm-hmm. would they know that how else would you know yeah. they went to the beach mm-hmm. um they kept and also that pops up i did i didn't say anyone i didn't see anyone saying that but it pops up a little bit of a um kind of a red flag because they didn't surveil the family nice enough mm-hmm. you know they didn't know how much money they actually made yeah and yeah, I'm thinking that they don't have that much cash, like, with them, because they're opening so many franchises and stores and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they're and investing. Like, they're not Yeah, they're investing. They're the... expanding. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. It's not like he's, you know, keeping every profit and everything. And yeah. people that have no idea. So it's like, it, of that's, course you're going to ask for a million dollars. Like, and that's, like, a common misconception. A lot of people think that, like, business owners, just mm-hmm. because the business is successful, so people got, have money. Yeah. Which is not true. My parents had a mm-hmm. pretty uh, successful restaurant, and they still went bankrupt. So, anyway, that's yeah, something that's, that's to things are. Yeah. discuss later. And just, <laughs> and just that number, a million dollars. That's for dollars, not, like, you, our uh, currency. Brazilian money, yeah. Brazilian. So, it's like, what is the craziest amount of money? What could make us the most comfortable? I know, a million dollars. And then just ask, like, what? You know? Yeah. No thanks. I, th- I just think I, I think that's just hilarious, you know. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, so they kept in contact with the family for eleven days, making a total of three calls until they got caught. Also, during mm-hmm. that period, Paulo contacted the family to express his sympathy and even to offer help, like he hadn't killed the boy already, which is totally mm-hmm. like, what kind of cycle does that? Like, go fuck mm-hmm. yourself. Yeah, the guy's a psychopath. He had the balls to go to the family home. With a police... Rewind. (laughs) He had the balls to go to the family home on, like, a police, like, a squad car. Mm -hmm. And he heard Masa saying that he still hoped to see Evie's alive, and he still didn't come clean. So he's heartless, because he, like, he's, like, sitting right there and seeing all these people suffer Mm -hmm. and wonder what happened to my baby. And he's just, you know... Yeah, but they still think he's alive because it's a kidnapping. You don't want to kill the kid. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But it's just very poorly executed. And guys, the 90s, kidnappings were really, really popular in Sao Paulo and Rio. Yeah. But they were never, I I, I don't know if I've seen that many cases that were like, you kidnap a child from their house, you know? Yeah. It's usually like, there's this one, I don't know if we're going to cover it or not, but there is, like, even, like, a special on Netflix about that one. That they kidnapped the daughter of a Coke executive. Coke, not Coke as in cocaine, but Coca-Cola executive in Brazil. <laughs> Coke exec- like, <laughs> a Coke executive. Imagine a cocaine executive. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, just suitcases and suitcases worth of cocaine. Like, he gets in the business meeting, he opens it, and cocaine just, like, flows out of the briefcase. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they kidnapped her. I think it was, like... It's usually, like... 
you know, you park the car and then you get out and that's when the, you know, van comes by and gets you. Yeah, I but, told you guys, yeah. kidnapping was so popular in Brazil in the 90s. I think I've told the story mm-hmm. before that there in Belo Horizonte, in my area, there was a yeah. guy kidnapping, I don't know if it was girls mm-hmm. or women. I know he was kidnapping people in a mm-hmm. certain car. And if my sister and I saw any car that looked remotely mm-hmm. similar to that, we would just yeah. start running and run and scream yeah. and run. So the nineties was like the kidnapping mm-hmm. yeah. um, era. Dude, I saw a video yesterday, and it sounded like kidnapping was an enterprise, really, because it was like a guy that he was kidnapped for like seventy-one days, and he said that like he was kept in the room like with three other guys that were also kidnapped. It was like they're dealing with like multiple kidnappings at the same time, the same. Yeah, like and, you know, and it wasn't just like, like what? it wasn't just regular people either. We had the no. Coke executive, and there's a very famous singer. I don't know if you're going to cover this case, but I don't want to say the name. Mm-hmm. But there's a very famous singer. Mm-hmm. His mm-hmm. brother was kidnapped, and it was like national news, like every single Dude, day was... until they found him. Yeah, every mm-hmm. single day on the news. So it was like yeah. wild in the nineties. I feel. I feel like. Every, like, really famous person had something like that happen to them. That yeah. guy that does the cartoons, Mauricio de Souza. Yeah. He, his son got kidnapped. Like, yeah. I think if it wasn't the 90s, it was the early 2000s. Yeah. And it's it's sad, you know? And it's like, it's a fear that still, people still have that fear of being mm-hmm. kidnapped. And it's not to be and kidnapped. And it still happens. So sex, it's li- different in here. It still happens, yeah. Yeah. It still happens. So it sucks, but I mean. So the police was able to trace uh, phone calls to a public telephone. So we call little little fact here. We call public telephones big ears in Sao Paulo because they look like Bra- ears. I think everywhere in Brazil. <gasps> everywhere? Yeah. I think so. I, I haven't been everywhere in Brazil. Sorry. I but, think everywhere. <laughs> I don't know because we might even post picture of that because it's funny. They look like ears. Like yeah. the shape, they, they, yeah. I wonder if they still have it because everyone has a cell phone. I now. think they do. I think I, I feel like I asked that to someone recently, and they said yes. They yeah, still do. I could be wrong. Hmm. Yeah. So yeah. So he went to one of the big ears, and they caught Adelino um, while he was making a call to the family. The nanny was able to recognize him, and he finally confessed and snitched on everyone else. You guys know I love snitches, right? Snitches so. get stitches. <gasps> no, they actually come clean and get family closure stuff. Okay, okay whatever. <laughs> you sound like a snitch, so. Ew, can I, I just I say, snitch. while we're recording this, I'm, I'm on a dating app, and I saw a guy with a Make America Great Again hat disgusting okay keep going mm-hmm. oh my god i was in uh disney springs and i saw a guy with i mean you guys know i'm kind of blind so i just saw like the shape of make america great again on like some guy's shirt but it was like make make america rake again or something it was like nah make america great again it was like rake like raking leaves Oh my I, god! I like I gave I gave a dirty look for, to that guy for a solid thirty seconds until I figured out what his shirt actually said. I was like, "All right, this is me." I was like eating a cupcake really aggressively, looking at the guy. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah. Anyways, so yeah, the police searched the house for days. 
days, days, days upon days until they finally got a little suspicious of, you know, the floor and the crib. They dug it and they found the grave. So by that time, Masataka and Keiko had been sitting by the phone being tortured essentially for, you know, I don't know how many days. And they had ju actually just finished praying um, for, you know, the safe return of the boy when the phone rang. And it was the lead detective, 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 detective with an E, not an A, in charge of the case, um, telling them that they had found E's. Oh. How, how, uh, hang on, I'll go, we'll get back to that later. He couldn't bring himself to actually say that they found the body, so they said they found Evie's. So the family thought that he was alive for like a couple minutes before the detective could say that it was actually a body. How scummy! How I mean, yeah. I, I feel bad for the detective, like, but I you don't can't, because you, you know can't what? do that. No, you can't do I that. I don't. I don't because you sign up for a job. You need to be able to mm -hmm. do it. If you don't think you have the balls to see a dead body, to see yeah. uh, to hear to hear about rape or like crazy psycho yeah. shit, don't become a detective. No, but it's, it's, he, like, he just didn't want to give the news. You know what well, I mean? yeah, but that's part of the job. That would be like me not being a nurse, well, not a nurse, a doctor, and not wanting to tell mm -hmm. a patient's family that they died. It's part of your job, unfortunately. It's part of the job, yeah. So, I mean, I know it's hard, but also, that was a big case, you know, like, yeah. Up. No, I just saw if a really we're... ugly guy. Oh. On the app. Okay. Oh my right. God, Stephanie's on <laughs> Tinder while we're recording the podcast. Not Tinder. Tinder's for trashy people. Hey, <laughs> Tinder was good I years ago. I haven't known Tinder. Okay. Yeah, so. but how many years ago was that? Trust me, <laughs> it's gone downhill. It's okay. gone downhill. I mean, it yeah. was pretty bad when we when I was there. Anyway, so, Carol, I have some awesome screenshots. Anyways. Oh, let's go back to the death and awful things. Yes. So, yeah, on June 2nd, 1998, the date of Evie's um, ninth birthday, Adelina was convicted to, to 45 years and six months in prison. Paulo and the other guy was sentenced to um, 43 years each. Adelina was the only one that actually confessed to the crime. And in 2005, the trio actually started serving a semi-open sentence regimen. So, yeah, they can go to the mall. They can do anything. That's me clapping for the justice system. Yeah. Congratulations, justice system. So, yeah. So now he's... They, they, they're out and about every day and come back. Chilling. For their yeah. sleep. So Why do, um, do you do is is that a thing in America or is it just us? I don't think it's a thing. I think you can be out on parole, but it's not. They don't have the same. I I could be wrong. Actually, yeah. maybe I've seen that in a show before, but I don't know if that's like legit. But yeah. um, I guys, think you only have parole. I think. Where are my criminal lawyers at? I hate criminal law. So okay, I let's know. count. Let's count. That's. Let's say they, they, they were arrested in 97, 97, 98, 99, 2000, 2001, 2002, 2003, 2004, 2005. They served nine years for murder. Yep. 
they murdered an eight-year-old boy, and they served nine years. They were, mm -hmm. uh, yeah, they were convicted to 45, 43 years. Fuck off, they didn't matter. serve that. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. And even if they were not out on probation or whatever, they would still serve only 30 years because we have a cap on sentencing. So, yeah. That, oh, oh my god. I'm sorry, I just get mad about that, but... Anyways. So, so, on the day of the sanity, Masa didn't sleep. He sat in mm -hmm. his living room with a gun on his hand, contemplating revenge. He knew that the three men would be on the same room as him. But when the time came, he decided to leave his gun at home. Because, you know, mm -hmm. you know, it's not always an eye for an eye. Although, mm -hmm. I am completely, I'm very supportive of an eye for an eye. But this anyway, might change your mind, stuff. Yeah. He didn't know how to shoot, and he had never shot a gun before. Mm -hmm. So when he was face to face with his son's killers, he told them to look him in the in the eye, and said, mm -hmm. "You killed my son, but I won't kill you. I'm here to forgive you." Again, not a forgiving person. Dude, not me. I got chills when I saw. There's a video of him actually saying that to a camera, and I was like, <gasps> "Yeah, no, I'm oh not. A, I, I hold grudges." I got the chills. No. So the family founded the Evie's Otta Institute, where they help people that are victims of violence, negligence, poverty, and more, mm -hmm. helping to promote a balanced mental state and personal growth. Also, to advocate for the use of forgiveness to achieve internal and external peace. Again, not a fan of peace. Maybe that's what Stephanie needs. Not a fan yeah. of peace. <laughs> not a fan so, of peace. Yeah. So they established uh, officially the National Forgiveness Day on August 19th, 2017. And the National Forgiveness Day is August 30th. Does that make sense? But they established on August 19th. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, the actual um, ho holiday, quote unquote, is 30th. But it yeah. was established on the 19th. On the okay. So um, to quote Maza... I think forgiveness isn't saying that my son's murderers should be set free. Forgiveness is letting go of the hatred inside of you. So, forgiveness is one thing, and justice is another. Justice still has to be served. Keiko says that forgiveness is the best investment she's ever made, and that it has saved her life. She says that she couldn't, she didn't, she doesn't like to suffer, so she would just rather forgive, which is just. I think it's beautiful. She's a good person. Yeah, they're really good, good people. So, Masa and Keiko went to have a career in politics, and he became a city councilor, and she became a congresswoman. Uh, Masa actually toured Brazil to advocate for agricultural life sentences, which I am not completely against after what happened to, you know, all this. So Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, the couple has since had another daughter, Isis, who they believe is actually the reincarnation of Isis. Now, Do I you guys believe say, in reincarnation? Ah, uh, I don't, but the couple, the Maza and Keiko are the same religion that my parents are, so I had all kinds of, um, religious flashbacks to them. You know, I actually, you know, but... I'm, I'm not sure what I believe in. Um, mm -hmm. I don't have, like, a set religion that I follow. Yeah. I was raised uh, Presbyterian, but mm -hmm. I don't follow that. But I think that the whole concept of reincarnation, yeah. it's something that I I could put my, what, what do I call? 
I could put my faith in. Uh, mm. I don't know. Yeah. Oh my God, this is this is how this is where I'm gonna ruin my whole speech about reincarnation. Do you remember that right. um, there was a telenovela about this? <gasps> oh my God! It. Yes, it was the best with Antonio, ever. Antonio oh my God! Now I'm yes, gonna it. yes, 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 yes. Uh, the Soulmates one. I'm a Jamie. No, not that. No, no. not that one. No, but it that's was. not the one I'm talking about. No, but that's not the one I'm talking about. Okay. Hold on. Oh my God. Sell. Aviaging. Aviaging. Aviage. That's the one I'm talking about. It talked about this, and I think that had such an impact on me mm-hmm. because it talked about like people going to heaven and then like reincarnating and like living yeah. out their lives again and mm-hmm. i think it's so cool there's a religion yeah, it's really cool where they say you reincarnate until you fulfill your purpose but i forget yeah that's my is. parents religion uh spirit is cardicism yeah and it's i mean it's it's pretty cool but i mean they do have some fucked up things in it but it's I'm out of respect for the family and my family, because what if they listen to this and they hear me singing bullshit? I don't want to create any fights. So, uh, it's just... Yeah, I think all religions yeah, it's have, really... like, fucked up shit, though. Yeah, up and downs. But this is... It's really cool, and I think that the family was able to, like, get some peace with it. But I was kind of concerned for the daughter, because you know, they were like, yeah, look, you know... Evie's is right here, and it's like the daughter kind of like looking around, but she's doing yeah. fine. Yeah, I saw her like yeah. Instagram profile and everything, and she's she's it a normal just person. Sucks that she has to like sort of like yeah live up, up to this. Yeah. yeah, but she's doing fine. She's doing fine. I saw a picture of her and Masa like dancing on her kinse. Oh, and, yeah, it's beautiful. But I mean, they're doing fine as a family. They have forgiven and they're helping out people and every time a kid gets murdered and he makes it big on the news they're always there to like talk to the family and stuff too so yeah Yeah. they're doing fine there's tons of interviews with them on youtube that you can watch if you speak portuguese and they uh they have some really cool insights about forgiveness and how that can make you like whole again because what masa said was he said that i spent hours on this yesterday okay so uh, he said that he was like a shell of a person you know that like for the longest time he couldn't you know it, it was like awful and he was just like i can't live like this you know yeah and i think it was it, it's really cool you know how how things work sometimes you know mm-hmm. so yeah steph's still on um tinder no i'm trying to she... find her on instagram okay <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm like, which one is it? Uh-huh. Whatever, I give up. Um, she, <laughs> she, she looks exactly like Evie's too, so I don't know. Let me see That's if I find her again. Yeah. Right, I said I was going to ramble. Mm-hmm. Let me start my rambling. You guys, I quit my job. So, yeah. I quit my old job, and I'm super excited about it. And I start my new job next week. And I'm so excited because my old job... Um, should I say what I did? Have I said that already? I think you did. I worked I work in a bank. And the bank that I worked at, I was literally the youngest person there. So I didn't really have friends mm-hmm. that I could hang out with. Because everybody was, like, married or, like, What older. do you have against married people, Steph? Everything. Guys, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm just trying to be funny. Anyway. 
Anyways, so <laughs> anyways. <laughs> no, I have everything against married people that are older than me. It's different yeah. when they're my age, you know. Mm-hmm. But like older and married or like grandparents yeah. already. So I didn't really have anyone to hang out with. And now I'm going to work in a place that it's like full of young people and it's a in a very hip mm. area of Boston with Dude. a lot of bars and clubs. So, guys, I might finally make friends. I was so happy for myself. Dude, that's amazing. Other than Carol, because I had, I, yesterday, I literally had to beg mm-hmm. my sister to go out to dinner with me. And I was mm-hmm. paying. <laughs> so, it was super sad. Huh. What did you guys eat? We went to the 99s. The what? The 99s. I'll be lying if I told you I know what that is. Do you guys not have the 99 restaurants in Florida? I don't think you do. I'm going to Google that. Yeah, please do. But I don't think... What do they serve? It's like... Hold on. I can't type and talk. <laughs> Florida, uh, Florida. The 99's Florida. No. Not, I mean, not um, that I know of. No, they... they wait, have, hold on. Mass? Maine? Connecticut, New York. No, it's a New England thing. Oh, I didn't know that. Probably is. Okay, then 99s. So I I think it's like Applebee's. Okay. Okay. Even though I've never been to Applebee's, but You never been to Applebee's? I think it would be like No. Oh, Applebee's. I think maybe. it would be the equivalent cuz it's like American food, right? Cheap yeah. American food. Cheap American food. Yeah. yeah. So like so a Denny's. That's where we went. I've never been to Denny's. Have you ever been to any restaurants that's not the 99s? <laughs> I would try hop. Okay. I don't yeah. like IHOP that much. Dude, I had a really bad experience. I don't like IHOP because there's a lot of ugly people there. I had the worst experience ever in IHOP. So me and Mary used to live like in an area that it was not it was not touristy but it was like filled with people. You know? Mm-hmm. So we had like our restaurants close to us and then the next conglomerate of restaurants it was, like, even worse. So we're like, all right, we have, like, three options that open past 10 o'clock, right? And so one of them is is IHOP. So we kind of had to go to IHOP, right? It's, well, it's either, like, yeah. IHOP or Taco Bell or McDonald's mm-hmm. or Applebee's. But we had just been to Applebee's. Anyways, uh, we went to the IHOP, and we it was, like, nighttime. So we couldn't order breakfast food because that's just... Uh, Bless me. Because you, you know? guys suck. Yeah. I would, I would just order <laughs> breakfast food. Whatever. No, I just can't. Yeah. So I ordered a burger and everything, and we were eating. But there was only one other table at the restaurant. And you know when you have a whole complete, like, empty restaurant, and then the server sits people, like, right next to you, and you're like, why would you ever do that? Why? You know? Yeah. Yeah, you could, like, no. Anyways, the guy, I don't know what, like, what happened with those people. But they spend the whole dinner talking about, like, gross stuff. And oh. we noticed, yeah, we know, I'm not going to tell you guys exactly what they were saying, but uh, we noticed that the people, they were, like, getting up too much to go to the bathroom. Well, mm-hmm. Matt went to the bathroom, and when he came back, dude, they had puked all over the floor at the bathroom at IHOP. Ew! Yeah, I have never been into an IHOP since. So, yeah. 
I mean, I'm sure in the morning it's more family friendly, you know, less pukey, but... No, honestly, dude. I'm sorry. People will unsubscribe from us because I say this, but there's too <laughs> many ugly people at IHOP. It's like oh. Walmart. There's too many ugly people there. I oh, can't. Walmart. There's just yeah. so much ugliness I can handle. And I don't mean, like, ugly like... I'm ugly, but I don't mean ugly like me. Ugly like... Like, trashy ugly. Yeah. You know? Oh my god. I go to Walmart because Whatever. they are like the only people that are not Walgreens that sell my dry shampoo. <laughs> so. You need to start ordering on Amazon. I ordered it on Amazon, but it just takes too long. For, I cannot wait a week to get my fucking. You don't have Prime? Wait, do I do have Prime, but the dry shampoo is not Prime. I don't know. Fuck. What the heck is and that? And also, I don't, like... I don't make money. I have to put it in the cart and wait for someone else to buy it and then eventually get it. <laughs> so. <laughs> That sucks. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> so, <laughs> anyways, uh, you guys, I'm so done with people fighting over politics here on my Facebook. Listen, if you're Brazilian and you don't live in Brazil, no one cares what you think about Brazilian politics. No one gives a single fuck. One eight hundred. Did I ask who you're <laughs> voting for? I didn't. So, uh. um. Oh, speaking of that, speaking of 1-800-DID-I-ASK, I submitted a post with 1-800-DID-I-ASK, which is something I say all the time, mm-hmm. and someone created a group called 1-800-DID-I-ASK. Really? So I feel like everybody should join that group. There's I should. Nothing in the group. I'll join right now. Oh, my God. 1-800-DID-I-ASK. How, how, how many groups are you on on Facebook? I don't know. I, I feel like I'm in at least ask. 300. Like, any group, yeah, I'm there. Yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Anyway, guys, um, I should probably go wash my hair because it's, like, hard and <laughs> weird. Stephanie's becoming an egg slowly. Yeah, slowly mm-hmm. becoming an egg because I'm already a chicken, so. That's um, it. Mm-hmm. We, hope <laughs> we hope you enjoyed yeah, the, vid- really the video. The we video. We hope you enjoyed the video because this is YouTube. Why? Why did I? Guys, subscribe. Oh, did to I channel. tell you? No. My mom wants to start a YouTube channel. Oh, she definitely and she should. Goes, <laughs> she goes, I'm going to need your help because, like, I wrote down all my ideas. <gasps> oh. So you're going to help me do the videos. And I'm like, okay. Mom. And what are her videos about? <laughs> I don't know. She thinks she's funny. So it's probably going to be something trying to be funny. Oh, she she definitely should. She definitely yeah. should have. So I'll, I'll maybe my mom will be the new YouTube star. Let's hope. Let's hope. Yeah. So. Dude, I'm so anyway. curious now. Anyways, guys, a- you guys should follow. What? Yeah. Sorry. What are you curious about? I'm curious about what kind of videos your mom would post. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I thought it was something. Okay. Anyway. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, guys, you guys should definitely follow us on every kind of social media possible because... We're everywhere. Yeah. I've been trying to make memes of shit we say, but by the time I edit and post the episode, I cannot remember anything. And I I just... I cringe so much at listening to myself talk that I just cannot bring myself to listen to it again and go through all that mm-hmm. pain. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. So guys, if you guys say, laugh of anything that we say, I think I, I I might do something that I said in the last episode that I've known several potatoes. We could set but, up a we could set up a post where people comment things they thought was funny. Yeah. So if 
Is it coming down on the post we, we post when we open the episode? You know what I mean? Because we post the episode and then we post, we almost immediately post uh, something on Instagram. Like, you know, like the, the cover photo of the episode with some pictures of the case. And pictures of the people mm-hmm. that are involved and pictures... Not pictures of the crime scene because we're not that kind of person, but you know what I mean? Just pictures of things we mentioned and whatever. And uh, comment there, something that you th- you enjoyed us saying. Because, like, yeah, yeah uh, it's good to have some feedback, too. And if you do, mm-hmm. and we didn't shout you out um, already, we might shout you out, even. If you follow us, if you like all our pictures, we, we're that kind of person, and you might be aware by now. Uh, write us, write us, uh, write us, um, uh, iTunes, iTunes review. review. Yeah, definitely do, because we know how many of you guys listen to us, right? And we don't have that many reviews. So, yep. like, it takes really a short time to do it, right? Like, the first time you do it, it's kind of pain yes, because I type P in a name, whatever. But when you don't, just type five stars and say, like, yeah, you know... You guys are great, or fuck Brazil, or whatever. You guys say, just say whatever. Like, we don't really care about it, you know? So, I mean, if you guys stroke our ego a little bit, that would be nice. But you guys exactly. don't have to, like, write a whole text of everything you love about us, you know, and how amazing we are, and how funny, hilarious, how our personalities are amazing, and how, yeah. You guys don't have to do that. <laughs> you can just say, cool, but, cool podcast. Mm-hmm, cool podcast. Or just say it's a podcast. Just, just say something really obvious this like that. This is a That'll podcast. Be funny. Uh-huh. So, yeah, what else? We have a Twitter. Follow us there. Um, we don't post that many things on Twitter, but it's... Like, sometimes... I we post don't post stuff. that many things anywhere, to be honest. Yeah, but I'm... Yeah. But, I mean, it's because... I don't know. I don't want to be too repetitive, you know what I mean? I can post shitty pictures we found online. Because we don't have, I mean, our life's not that interesting, but we post stuff on stories sometimes. I did a Q&A yeah. recently where you guys could have asked any question and I would have answered, but I might do that in the future again. So, uh, Stephanie might do that in the future again, too. I might make her do something like that. So, um, you guys can watch out. I don't know? like being asked things. Oh, that's your problem. Okay, then. Whatever. Okay. So, guys, I, I need to say why I'm acting kind of weird this episode. It's because I'm taking some drugs. So She is but a drug it's not, now. Guys, guys, I have severe migraines. So, I finally went to the doctor after, after like, seven years of suffering. And I got prescribed some medicines that improved the blood flow, blood flow to my brain. And I am acting a little weird. But I think this is the real Carol, you know, because the past Carol was just lacking oxygen. And this is the fully oxygenated Carol coming to you live. So maybe the real you sucks. Maybe she's amazing, okay? Maybe this is finally going to be our big break because of the oxygen. Have you thought about that? Mm. Mm. I'll make a meme out of that. The fully oxygenated Carol. <laughs> fully oxygenated yeah. Carol. Fly from her mom's closet. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. You should make that into a superhero. <laughs> And then that, your superpower yeah. would be to blow oxygen on people. And you would, like, instead of a cape, you would have an oxygen tank on your back. A jetpack. And you would wear, yeah, no, not a, an actual oxygen, oxygen tank. tank. You wouldn't okay. fly. You're not going to, you're going to walk places <laughs> and just blow oxygen on people. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> Whenever they great. Need it. Sounds. Or you could have a little, a little scooter. 
that you go on the little scooter and you get to the crime scenes and you help people with us. That's a little more helpful. A little mm-hmm. more. We were, we were talking yep. about how people should like our stuff. There was something yeah. else we So like our stuff. Yeah, subscribe to us on iTunes and listen to all of our episodes. Uh, yeah. Yeah, if you, start, if you just got here, it's normally like this, but a little less because mm-hmm. of the oxygen. It's, anyways, um, I think that's it. Okay, guys. Okay. Thank you for listening. All right. Thank Laters. you guys so much. Laters. 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 Bye. Ciao. Ciao.